Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? There, Albie. We are at the Berkeley Urbanos here. Uh, hi, Christopher here. Hi, um, Albie. Chris here on his own. On his own. Uh, you were in. You were in the mood for this today. No. 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 I mean, I'm never not in the mood for it. Just last time, especially, you just. As I, I'm gonna trademark the phrase. You rolled up on a motherfucker with a podcast. <laughs> you just rolled. You were like, Chris, can you come in here for a minute? I came in and there was, first of all, not a minute. That's an. That's a long period of time. I was doing things, but I have time today. Um. And it beats the alternative to what I would be doing, which is um, working. So here we are. Well, a couple things that I wanted to address here. Number one. Um, also, Mike was working last time. I felt like that was weird. He was, like, working. Like, at work money. in the same room as us. Now it's an empty room. Yeah, it is an empty room now, which is helpful. Um, we've been working like crazy. Uh, have not left the hotel because we are gearing up for the haunting. Going yes. crazy. Um, a lot of really, really cool things planned. No, just our bono guys. <laughs> there is, there is, there is a uh, uh, an entire um, a slew of of ghost related questions that we got oh. and ghost stories that we got. I know um, we're going to do an entire episode on that. Arbano said he had a story of his own that I'm going to give him an opportunity to talk about today. But a couple of things. Um, it's uh, it's still out there. TheHauntingAsbury.com. It is flying. This is not a bluff. If you guys want to go, get out there soon. They will be gone. That is not a joke. It's going to happen. Um, yeah. That number one. Number two, um, we were really, really excited to do this here in Asbury. It's our first real big um, uh, attempt at doing something very, very cool here right. in the community. The real, like, you know, the, the real Asbury Park community, not the uh, the Albi community, which we want to be doing um, some events here too very, very soon. We might even just kind of throw one up there and make something happen. I don't know. I don't know if you guys are going to come out for that. It, it, it's here. You guys are everywhere. Nine out of ten. Do you know this is a fact? Right on nine out of ten rooms that you walk into, there's a Dear Albi listener. Really? That's a stat. It's true. Let's go. Yeah. No. It's a stat. I don't know that it's true. Okay. Anyway. Like, we had the busiest summer ever <laughs> this summer. So Urbano, like, in history. Urbano is the second tallest person in his family. So, so here's the thing. Wait, okay. I want you to explain that stat. Nine out of ten rooms that you walk into? I said it, it's true. Oh, okay. I, I, I thought you were you. actually like. No, my show. Okay. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh. Six billion people, man. Go on. Uh, but Nine out of ten. It's true. Anyway, um, you have. Isn't uh, it one out of 11 is gay? Is that, a stat? Is, that, is that a real stat? Is that a thing? Is that a real stat? I don't know. Maybe. Can I tell you something? I, I would have guessed lower. I would have guessed like one out of seven or five. I don't know. We'd have to check the uh, – Dear Obby listeners, can you uh, – can someone 
uh, fact check that. It'll take back us like a week. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, just maybe like <laughs> hit it on the, on the Google on your phone. Google. The Google's. Yeah. Um. But so a couple of things. So that that event is uh, really the what first do I Google of like gay, gay straight ratio. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, nice. Um. So a couple of things. That's uh, the first event that we're doing here. But uh, the reason I'm I'm prefacing the show with this is Urbano came by. Uh, my place. Uh. What. Uh, like, Sunday, right? Sunday, and we 10% hung out. Is ten percent of the population really gay? I think that that's what that says. Ten percent? Yeah. Well, we'll leave it at that. That's something. so you were right. Yeah, kind of. You were actually Maybe. you overshot it. A little I bit. did. It's no, undershot. You said one out of one out of, one out of eleven. No, one out of ten. Undershot. Ten percent. One out of ten. Yeah, the yeah. undershot. I think I said that. I don't know. All right, go ahead. Know. What were you saying? Something so, about so he just came by for the whole. So he came by, right? So he's sitting there. It's just me and me and Chels on the couch, right? Watching TV. And he goes, "Oh, you have to watch this show, Pose." <laughs> that I had not. Are you familiar with Pose? No, I, I know of it. I've never it's seen. Pose I've tried on, to convince Chris for Ryan Murphy shows. Um, Who's Ryan Murphy? Are, he directed Pose or produced whatever, yeah. but he he's very loud in his production. All the American Horror Story. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I feel like he, is he the guy? Versace. Glee. He's the producer. Glee. But is he the guy in the show? No, he's no, not. He's okay. never in it. Okay. But Ryan Murphy shows to me are very loud visually when it's not about a loud visual topic. Yeah. So when I feel like Pose is like this is, I could already tell it's going to be a, a little too much. For no, me. it's good. It's good. But now, now Chell just went and finished it. She was apparently just crying. She's texting her Bono, going on and on that. Right now, a couple of things. The reason I bring this up is we're doing the haunting is really the first like immersive event experience that we you know want to throw, and we've been throwing a lot of other ideas at the wall to kind of do things here that range from all kinds of crazy different things, dog shows, and whatever. Immediately after watching Pose, Pose has what Candace would call, like, you know, going to the mat, okay, for a uh, cheer competition. Pose has, you want to yeah. break it down? It's 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 the ball scene. It's based on the New York ball scene in the in the 80s. Cause is that like going to the mat like in the mob? No, no, no. Going yeah. to the mat like like like, like an actual. Wrestling? Like a, you know what going to the mat is, though? Like going to the yeah, mat no, is when, like, you not, all put dude. mattresses in one person's house because oh, if anyone's going to come to try to kill you, they're oh. going to try to come to kill all of you. Yeah, right. So you're there. And you put so what are you wearing? No, this, is ju- this is just our. our <laughs> like in the, nah, man. This is just a. a oh. bunch when of I kids hear going to the mat, I picture Candace and a bunch of cheerleaders like. Like 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 swinging chains guns out around the windows, stuff? yeah, no, like, dude. Like, like, like a rumble. It's a I cheer think of like a singlet and then and wrestling. Going going okay. So I guess going <laughs> to the mat. So it's well, but it's it's more akin to that mat. Yeah, closer I'll to that, that mat. They're tumbling. When you and say stuff. going. Candace should be careful because she if she catches the wrong mom <laughs> and says we're going to the mat, that mom will be like, I'm ready for you then, and then it'll be a that's a problem. I don't oh. know. I don't know. And but then they run up. You yeah. but you know what, Chris? Just listen back to the the the. Did you watch a cheer? On Netflix? No. no. That's where going to the mat comes from. Hence oh. why I'm bringing up Pose. Okay. Have you watched okay. The Godfather? I did. Yes, I have. They and go I, to the mat. Yeah, the no, I understand, Chris. I understand what it means. Okay? And and, and they don't They're say mat, they say mattresses. Did you see straight buddies wrestle? No. Oh. So, so real quick. <laughs> so now they so they talk about the ball scene, the ball scene in uh, uh in Pose, yes. right? That to me is very simple. Very similar to going to the mat, making mat, okay, which is like the main stage in cheer. So okay. will you break down what pose is for the audience We've talked here? about this. But, or, or, uh, I'm sorry, it, what, what – uh, uh, um, Do you want the, the true – like the, the full ball. historical context? I mean, I'll take whatever you got, the ball. Um, well, the balls were started in New York City, mostly Harlem, uptown, and it was for the black-brown community of uh, gay, trans – drag performers and they would put on these competitions these contests and you would walk a category and the categories would range and you would walk and you're getting scored and it's you know that's where the saying tens across the board comes from because 10 is the highest score you can get 
and um, that's how you build kind of. So a when you walk, how do you win a walk? Um, it's based on what the category is. It could be femme fish realness. It could be banshee boy realness. What is femme be... fish realness? It's when um, you look super feminine. Mm. Uh, fish is a term that means like someone super fishy means uh, 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 it could be a man passing as a woman or fully kind of being immersed in the illusion mm. of it being a woman. So how would you how would you dress for that um, as to win? fishy and as feminine as possible? So now where I'm going with this <laughs> is couple of things. At you trying ball, to dress me up again, no, Chris? No, no, Is he on, setting me on. up? We're going to get there. <laughs> At the ball, okay, we have uh, uh, names for the yeah. houses. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Very similar, Chris, like to Hogwarts. Like Hogwarts has a ta- ha- house. Yeah, I mean, uh, probably not that similar. No, no, no. Like Hogwarts <laughs> has, has uh, you know, like uh, schools, school names. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah house. They are house. So, and the house name is the, you know, legendary house of or, you but, know. So number one, we must have a ball. Yes. Here. Okay. We got to figure that out. Number I think two. we do have a ball here. Guys. I mean, we have uh, six. <laughs> no, number two. Number two. Okay. We, if, if we had a ball here, what would our house name be? From the busted to the dusted. Is it like that? That's my question. Is well, it, no, is it it's like usually like, like the that? house of Mizrahi or the house of Chanel. You could do the house of, you know what I mean? There's, a, there's tons of I would names. need time. Could, yeah. I would, I would need time to think yeah. about that. Um, I said the house of meat because. The house of meat is fun. Because um, said Manzo, Manzo is yeah, Manzo's beef, Manzo's yeah. Beef. yeah. Um, so the uh, house of meat, that's fun. So if we had a, uh, I'm trying to think of what a good like theme would be. Like if you, well, had you would a, do like there's like the latex the ball, ball, there's the white ball. It would be like a winter wonderland. Now, ball. do you want to sit there on the microphone and berate people as they walk around? I feel like that's the job that I want. No, you could have that. No, no, I no, think no, no. As a group. Yeah. No, 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 as a group. As a group. You have, you're clearly the MC. What is, no, what they no. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would, I would, I don't, maybe I'd be like the, the judge. I would, I would like to judge with a mic and just, but Chris has good commentary too, so. I, I don't know. I mean, I've never seen a ball. Yeah. I'd have to watch a ball. Like, yeah. Do they normally have an old man in the Muppets part of that where they bury people? Kind of. Yeah. They, they, they do. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah but they all they, do that. But people freak out. It's kind of like when we were living with Greg. That's and what he, I do And here. somebody would walk around and he goes, she is giving me this. And yes. I didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. You know? It was just like very much like, okay, that, that sounds fun. That sounds cool. No, but like remember when we there was a certain someone at the pool and you were like, oh, look at Donatella. And yeah, right, that's, right, right, that's right, the right. commentary. And she was serving Donatella Versace realness. Mm. So then all that means is she looks like Donatella Versace. Well, there you go. I, there but you I, go. I, I, I've been working with Urbano for years now, so I, I'm pretty downloaded on most of this stuff. Anyway, uh, we're going to bounce around. <laughs> Dear Alvi, comes in, needs your advice. Fake name you'd like Chris to try and remember to use. Um, it just said, I don't know. Okay. What was that? So her name's I don't know. We have a thing, Chris. It's a, a submission form, and there's it, it literally a thing where you say the fake name you would like Chris to try to remember to use. This see. is what it is. Do you want to go and read the thing? Don't say right. the name, Chris. So what's what? Nope, don't do it. <laughs> well, Caitlin doesn't want me to call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Basically. So Caitlin Subject. wants me to use a different name. This came from uh, the website, Dear Albie. Uh, I think it's DearAlby.com. I really hope so. Anyway, we have a website, Chris. Wow. Dear Albie, first of all, love you your entire show family. You for a few months, and this is what you find yeah. out. First of all, love your entire family. You are all my favorite on RHONJ. Moving on. I have been in a relationship for 5.5 years now. We have two young boys together, one and four. When we first met, we were so head over heels, wanted to get married. We decided we wanted to try for our first, and I got pregnant right away. Had our first son in 2016. Fast forward two kids later and no ring. 
I'm starting to become resentful of the fact that he doesn't seem motivated to propose. He doesn't even seem like it's on his radar. My parents, who are very Italian, are not thrilled by this. I don't know what to do. Sometimes I feel like the ship has sailed. He's a good father. I know he loves me, but I just question whether or not he's really committed. Help, please. Ship sailed. Flat out. Uh, listen, uh, first of all, the really Italian thing is late. You've been fucking. <laughs> but, like, what do you mean? But, but my well, you is, can't be like, oh, my parents are super conservative. But here's the thing. The ship did sail. No. Because, no, but listen, man. The thing that you would get him to, you got to be like, oh, you know, if you ever want to have kids, you know, you got to marry me. You got to do the right thing. So, like, you did it. I think you did a very normal. That's just the way it is. I think, like, most of my friends goes kid, then ring. That's how it's been going lately, right? Which is cool. I don't really give a shit either way. But I think the guy's looking at it like, listen, man, I pay for, like, diapers and shit. I got all kinds of stuff to do. I can barely See. have a night out. I got two kids. Now yeah, you want yeah. me to have a whole night out and a, and a honeymoon and all that? Listen, we got all the good parts of the marriage. Why you got to bring lawyers into this? Let's just, we got the kid. Like, I'm not going anywhere. We have this kid together. I get why you'd want to have the wedding. And by the way, Caitlin, you deserve the <laughs> wedding. You deserve it. Or, well, they had the kids. But what, that's what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. You have the kids. So yeah, kid, but, listen, you deserve it. And you, I'm on your side on this. The truth is, and this is what I do here, Urbano. I serve truths. Okay? <laughs> the truth is, the real true incentive to do this for this guy, like he's probably looking at it like, Jesus, man, I got a lot of stuff going on. I got my job. I got my kids. He probably calls you his wife. I bet he calls you his wife. But he's looking at it like a wedding is a lot of work and we're juggling kids. I got a bunch of shit to do. Um, all I'm saying is you got some work to but do. But where is it tough. on it's the priority scale? Like you have to kind of like you have to put it in a context. I think if you have kids and you're already in that type of like you could – Buy a house. You can really buy an investment property for your family, like in in terms of the wedding, if it has to be something big. But, or you could get a fucking ring, stand in front of him naked. You cannot have sex first. You stand in front of him naked with your own ring and you propose. If he wants, I gotta be honest. Or what if she just goes the other way and she's like, listen. We kind of put their cart before the horse. I'm now celibate until marriage. Well, you can I mean, make that decision. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're kind of putting the, the here's what I would say. Okay. You're kind of putting a um, big premium on the idea yeah. that he's not committed to the relationship just because of the ring. Now, I get why you guys would want to see the ring and I understand what it means. But at the same time, you have the kids and you say he's a great dad. If he's committed to being a great dad and you're not necessarily worried about him being out. Like, I didn't see any of that in the email. No, he's not out what, partying or anything saying. like that. So it's more. But that's why I'm saying it's an uphill battle for you because you have a good. Th it seems like you have a good life. And now he's looking at it like, listen, I'm like, not like but it's not something going that a lot. If right. it means something to her, you don't have to wait. She can actually take the initiative and say, listen, this is what I want to do. Flip it around. Maybe he needs a little bit more of a push. Maybe he doesn't even know. By the but way, I mean, they've got kids. I don't think that. I think he's got to obviously want to do this on his own. But my question is this: Is he doing something wrong? And propose with them in the room. By the way, really put the pressure on him. That's oh, like, yeah, that's dark. You got no. You bring the kids yeah, in the room. If you bring the kids into it. Yeah, like, it really no, mean a lot yeah. to the kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, got, I mean, it's really great advice that would work. But no, don't do that at all. No, that's definitely, so, definitely do, it. do it. Don't do it. No, do no, it. It's yeah, work. set up a whole photo shoot. It's definitely no, going to yeah, work. A hundred percent. Yeah, but wear blue jeans and a white shirt. Oh, walk in the room. Yeah, yeah. Be like we're taking engagement pictures That's today. Because guess what? Kids are uh, all. Yeah. Well, did you guys get matching outfits? Well, a couple things to, to, to get to That's get through yeah. the the actual answer. <laughs> I don't think it, I, it, the big things that he's committed to are obviously the most important ones. He's you know a great dad, and it seems like you know if you had problems with wondering if he's loyal or not, you would say it, right? So that's big. That's a win. If you just then have a good relationship with him and all that, which I'm assuming you do, sit down and explain that this means a lot to you and here's why. 
include the parents thing. Yeah, but the parents is too much. It's like you have your own life. You have your own children. You can't at this point even constantly think about what someone else wants for you, especially when you have to provide for your own family at that point. That, come on. Like if, if you genuinely want a wedding, and again, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I think that you, you did all the other stuff that comes with having a family, so of course you should have a wedding. And by the way, I think it's cool that your kids get to go to your wedding. Yeah. I think that's fun. Walking down the aisle. But, that but is fun. You shouldn't really care what your parents think yeah. in this case. It's well, why not? I mean, like, because you have your own family, yeah, but, like but you're in your own silo. I now. think it's yeah. fair of her though to silo. sit back and say, "Oh my god, good idea, good word." Yeah, good there, word. There's something to sit I like back Chris and say. As a guest. The house of silo. <laughs> um, the the thing is, you have a right to want to feel like someone's willing to go all the way with you, especially when you've had kids, because that to me is the definition of the all the way part, right? But I think, you know, what it comes down to always is just you know be very much in tune and in touch with what your partner wants and all of that other stuff both ways and i think if you tell him hey listen this is what my deal is and he is hitting you back with all these reasons why he doesn't want to get married or it's no good then yeah you've got every right to be upset i mean she could just talk to him too like where where are you at like what do you think like we're here i love our family what is this? What is what does this mean? You know, is it for the security? Is it for, you know, you want to have you want to ensure for both of you that your kids have equal access to both of you should shit go awry? You know, you never plan on disaster, but you got to have a fucking bottle of water just in case shit well, goes yeah, down. Yeah, it, it, it's communication is key no matter what happens. Did you see? I don't know if you guys saw this. There's a viral video of a lady in Target walking straight up to a guy in a wedding dress. Okay. And she says, you're either marrying me right now or it's over. I've got a minister here. Let's go. Oh, I'm ordained. Uh, 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 that is true. Urbano's ordained for but anyone interested. Yeah. Flat out, she walked up on this guy in the middle of Target. He was working there. At that point, I would, you know what? You look stupid. Like, she's committed. I appreciate it. And I, I, I think, you know, you go at it. But come on, girl. He's he's he was stocking shelves. Yeah, like, just, give him a minute. He's got he on working at Target? No, he's working yeah. at Target. Oh, no, you don't do that to me at work. You I thought he was mind. shopping at no. Target and like she followed no, him. No, I think he was working there. No, he's no, literally no, no. working. You don't bother, you don't yeah. you don't come to me. He work had he had. And I work at a place where you get married. Yeah. I tell you what, you look it up. Look Matt it up on look it up on the look, look it up okay. on the on the Twitter. <laughs> okay, there uh, there. Look it up on the Twitter. Look it up on the Twitters because the, it was it was really just over. The, and I was reading some of the comments, and some people were like, "Good for her." And I was like, "Look, guys, I get it. You want to take a stand, and you want to say, oh my God, this is what I want for my relationship,' and all that.' But there's also." I mean, here's where you would say there's a time and a place, but clearly there has been too much time and no place. So yeah. she said the time is right now. I don't necessarily completely hate the move. Was she wearing a mask? Uh, from a reality <laughs> television standpoint, that's awesome. You know, like that's crazy. Well, that's the problem. But he was like, listen, it's we're going to take reality this outside. Television. We're taking this outside. Yeah. And, then, and then you don't see the video ends. So oh, what really? I'm dying to know, number one, is do you think they got married? I'm going to go with no. But did they break up afterwards? Is that a break up a offense if I that happens I'm to you? I watching something that's too produced. This doesn't seem like what actually happened. Let me see it. I don't know. I feel like um, we're giving these people a lot of a lot of No, this isn't right it. Now. This isn't it. <laughs> giving them a lot of airtime. Uh, there was No, no, no. Chris, it was worth it because it was so well, Don't nuts. run up on him in Target. If Al's telling you to go to his workplace in a wedding dress and, and get married that way, I think that's a terrible Yeah, it's idea. not going to work. You're better off standing naked. And I don't know if this is not having sex how for like three weeks. That's not how marriage naked. works. You don't have certificates signed. They didn't have witnesses. You don't just show yeah. up to someone's yeah. work and get married yeah. at it. They went just like this. 
It's on TikTok. TikTok, man. I don't yeah, get I it. I don't know. I don't I'm understand not on TikTok. TikToks. It's just upper body dancing. Everyone's. Oh, recording. then go home. I'd be like, yo, you got. Oh, he brought a minister and everything. No, she did. No, she did. I mean, that poor guy. He's got a mask on. He's at work. He's in his his Target khakis. He's like, not right now. Oh, she does have a mask on. All right, all right. It's fine. Well, you already been. A veil would have been appropriate too. Yeah, at that point. All right. Not so, sure. I mean, I would. I'd be like, then, we're, then, then you're single. There's Go a ahead. person. There's a person right there in the background that just goes, "Woo!" Yeah. Like I like honestly, that was the only thing where I was like, ah, maybe do it because like yeah. like, like you're that much of a crowd pleaser. You're just trying to make it work. No, it's desperate. I'm against that. Do you it's break desperate. up with the person afterwards? Uh, yeah. Well, if that's the ultimatum I got, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm done after that. Yeah. I'm done. And I'm working at Target during a fucking. And pan, by the way, she really, she really, <laughs> she really <laughs> handed you, she handed you the out too. Yeah. She's like, we're getting married right here, and I could be like. I could justify to like everyone yeah. I talk to that I made yeah. the right call here. Like my manager really had a hard time with you showing up <laughs> in a wedding dress. <laughs> like, no, like call your best friend and be like, "Hey, I'm married." Um, she showed up at Target and demanded it. Or call your best friend and be like, "Hey, I'm single." She showed up at Target and demanded we got married. Yeah. One of them, he's gonna be like, "Yo, you're nuts." The other one, he's gonna be like, "Yeah, it makes you. perfect sense." Yeah, and I it's got, the single one. I have news for you though. <laughs> There's nothing in my brain when I'm thinking of 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 Chels, right? I'm saying putting myself in this guy's shoes, right? If somebody came up, not necessarily with this writer, because like you've got two kids. I think you've got every right to want to be married when you've got two kids and you've been together for that long. Okay, absolutely. But if you're just that person that walked up on somebody in Target and said, marry me right now, (laughs) okay? There's really not a part of a conversation where if it came up to me where she was like, listen, I really think you need to propose, right? And it's just a matter of like a time thing. If I didn't have it in my brain to do that, I would say, listen, here are the issues that I've got, whatever. Or I would like to think if that was brought up, I've already kind of got a target date of when that's going to go down. Target date. Nice. Ah, nice. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing it back. (laughs) So, so, so you're, you're not, it's not something that I would ever really be offended by because if you're having that conversation with somebody that you care about and all of that, you're going to say, oh, well, you know, I don't want you feeling that way. And here's either what my issue is or, okay. Like I would never also want to get proposed to after it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. I should. Like, that's not really something that you want to have to convince somebody of. Plus, you really don't want to get married at Target, do you? I don't. I don't. What aisle was that? (laughs) I don't know. What aisle was that? I can't. Do you see her? It's a, it's a, it's an, you know, it's wild. She's very like nervous. She got flowers. I just think we're giving her too much. Yeah. Oh man. This poor guy. The, the aisle was empty. Yeah. I'm just not interested in, in in someone doing that video. I don't like when people bother me at work, like period. Yeah. Forget oh, about roll, to use your word. Don't roll up on me. Don't roll up on me with a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little much. Anyway, uh, we're gonna give you guys a little preview of some of the ghost stories that are hanging around out there. And then um, Urbano, I know uh, you know you had one here, and you're not gonna be on the ghost story episode. So oh, I shit, had son. I had a couple I this of this was the ghost story. Yeah, me too. I had a couple of well, I, I want to obviously wait for Jules and Candace because we did it last year and it was a whole big oh, thing. I so I want to give one thing. Urbano's not gonna be down there. Um, so I want Urbano to get his story out. But here's a sample one. Oh, I didn't know I wasn't invited. Thanks, mm. um, dear Albie. I've always been a big believer in ghosts after experiencing my own ghost encounter at the age of three. My grandmother, who I was named after, died only two years before I was born of breast cancer. For some reason, I woke up and saw a woman standing beside my bed with a large dog. I told my parents that she was smiling at me and that the dog's name was Sheba. I never knew this, but after running to my parents' bed, they told me that grandma had a German shepherd named Sheba and that they were inseparable. I've always felt her presence in my life and really do believe that children have a sixth sense when it comes to spirits. Sincerely, Alda. 
You guys buy that? Yeah. The kid stuff? I, I, I've heard that. Uh, to be honest with you, I've been trying to um, – I guess Nando might want to cut this out, but I, I've been trying to make a Sheba reference. Like, <laughs> like she believe in ghosts or something like that. Oh, I mean, that's an easy one. Um, but I, I didn't have anything off the bat. Um, listen, I think I believe it. I don't know. I have been – um, I have been Cassandra and I, I should say, have been on a. I don't know if anyone knows. Hold on, we're about to do a shot. Pause. Yeah, about to just kind of how we how, how how it is here. So, um, Cassandra and I, for those who don't know, Cassandra's the person my um, that I live with. She's my girlfriend. She's wonderful. The person that I live with. Well, I was gonna say the person <laughs> that my mom's been shoving down her throat. On <laughs> but I figured I'd start it with who I live with. So. Uh, Cassandra and I uh, moved in together in September, and it's been pretty cool uh, just because I feel like that's a question that people are going to ask me anyway. So there's your yeah. answer. It's been cool. I enjoy it. But um, starting October, we just watch, we watched like at least one scary movie a night because I haven't watched a lot of scary movies. I never Which really, ones have you watched? I mean, name a man. I've watched so many fucking – I mean, it's like the 16th. We've watched at least one, sometimes two. Really? Last night we watched the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, the original. What a horribly annoying right? movie. <laughs> it is so goddamn annoying. If anyone wants to just be, like, really annoyed – because it's just screaming. It's just noise constantly. It's chainsaws and yeah, screaming. Yeah, bottoms. One guy just complains all the I time. Know. Like, holy shit, you're all so annoying. That, yeah. Um, well, that's if you're wondering where Cassandra's from, by the way – she recognized the town in Texas Chainsaw Massacre because it's just outside her hometown. Interesting. In Texas, obviously. Um, Did you guys go buy it? No, she just told me yesterday when we were watching the movie. Anyway, I've been watching these movies. That can be trimmed. Sorry, that was a long, long-winded thing. But I've been watching ghost movies a lot lately, and I always determine, like, do you think, would I be the person that helps, or would I be the person that's like, you're crazy? You know, I don't know which one I would be. And lately, I think I've, I've decided to take the stand for now on that I'm going to believe everyone right away. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think okay. that uh, uh, there's a couple of ways to approach that. Um, the scary movies, uh, like, well, you weren't there when we did The Ghost Hunt at the House. No, but I remember the whole thing going down. And it was but something just, we talked about internally, like, yeah, and that was crazy. Like, that was I one of the, the craziest. Conjuring. Mm-hmm. Have you watched The Conjuring? I have, yeah. I like that couple, that that weird ghost couple that like goes to the people's houses. Uh, maybe I didn't see The Conjuring. I don't. May, it's all about this couple that like they're like ghost hunters, and I like them. And then I'm like, you know what? I believe them. Like I believe that there's like professionals out there that like can talk to a ghost. My problem with it is I think too many people. There's too many of them. Like there's too many psychics out there. Why are there so many psychics? There's too many ghost people. I think some people have that talent. I don't think that many people have the talent. So I have a hard time believing everyone that says they're about it, but I do think some people are well, into it. People have been writing into Dear Also, Albie. I thought you were to give us a funnier ghost story. That one was kind I of descri- sad. I described a little random one to tee up uh, to tee up Urbano saying, no, I don't think it was sad. I mean, I think that's kind of cool. Like, like you're getting visited by your, your grandparent. I do hear the sitting at the foot of the bed thing all the time. Yeah. Anyone that says they have a ghost story or anything. They go right to that. They always go to the person sitting on the bed. I'm very happy to hear that ghosts are dogs, that dogs can be ghosts. Yeah, big win. We get Austin so back. happy to hear that. Austin, that, I mean, we have a, a fucking zoo when we get home. Uh, home. Wow, that was very religious of me. Um, when we get to wherever now, we're going. do we still own them, or do you think they have new ghost owners? I don't think we own them to begin with. So you think they were just kind of— I think we just took them. Because, you know, that's not really their choice. Well, that's true. So do you think that they are – okay, so then do you think – I think they look at it like, that's not my owner. I think, like, cool, I live here. Like, our, dog, our dog Austin, right, 
Do you think he's running around right now with his dog mom, his dog dad, his dog brothers and sisters? Oh, I never even thought of that. I hope so. Or do you think he's more pumped up to have us on the other side? I think he'd be really excited to see us on the other side. But I also think that um, Urbano just left to help somebody at work because we're at work. And um, <laughs> Urbano, we're discussing the idea that... If you have a dog and uh, your dog dies and then you go to the story, afterlife... That the okay. dog seems like they become ghosts too. Is, is it great. still your dog? Or do they hang around with their dog family, and are they looking forward to seeing you or not? Or do they have a new human partner, best friend? In oh, that heaven? would piss me off. That would piss I me would off. I would double too. kill that. That's dog cheating. <laughs> I don't. Did did I miss it? Did someone write in? No, saying no, 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 I just, oh, oh. I just was saying it's. First off, I thought Al was going to give us like a funny ghost story, but he gave us a, not a sad one, but it was like kind of heavy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I said what my, I have. I thought it was very sweet. My biggest takeaway from that was that dogs become ghosts too, and that makes me happy. Yeah, that's great news. Yeah. You're not a huge dog guy, though. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I not. love dogs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. I just um, I have very Italian parents, and we didn't have uh, <laughs> dogs in the house. Like, well, dogs are wild animals. Yeah, like, the right? Italian parents. Like, you have, you have plastic on the furniture or no? Yes, and we did not speak English though. There was no English in my. Mother thought that there was enough kids. She didn't have room for a dog on the couch. Well, we were one of eleven. One of yeah. So, so. she's got a point. But I think I, it, it's it <laughs> is it people. is though weirdly uh, comforting to know that the dogs will be on the other side. Are you a school. ghost? You're into the ghost. You believe? Yeah, in all I that. definitely believe. I, in. What I was saying before was I don't think for the amount of people I hear that have seen ghosts, the amount of ghost experts, the amount of psychics that are out yeah. there, I don't think that many people see them. But I do think some people can see them. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. I had I, I was not somebody that says I believe in ghosts and all that other stuff until we did we did the ghost hunt last year. On, so you on started the show. working here. Well, honestly, <laughs> people will bring that up to me all the time, and, and and that show that we did last year, we had a ghost hunt at my mother's house, and I had a a experience that went down as we were recording, where I got freezing cold, all the hair stood up on my arms, the lights went out, okay, whole thing. We had this little machine where it was talking. And it was saying these things that um, uh, uh, I thought it was talking about Chelsea. It was really, really crazy. And somebody has actually written in since and said that they think the ghost predicted the pandemic. Oh. It nuts. What if the ghost just said like Real Housewives quotes? <laughs> like, <laughs> prostitution. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this ghost is a Real Housewives fan. Of course How did it the is. ghost predict the <laughs> pandemic? Uh, they, they were just saying words, like COVID single words. Mask. Sanity. Well, so we're we're thinking about doing a hunt here, obviously, and we're gonna have wow. some some details on all of that stuff. But the 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 whole thing is on tape. I got I'll send it to you. But you had a story that you wanted to tell. I, I people have been bringing up to me over and over. Obviously, we're doing the the haunting experience here. People have been bringing up to me over and over. Do I think this place is haunted? And no, I don't. Because I think if anybody would have had, I don't. Because I, I think, think mom's if, house is haunted. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And and, yeah. and that, but that experience that we had on the podcast last year was real. That was hey. real, and that hasn't happened here. I How was Urbano received by the community? Just I don't know. okay, just, just okay. okay. But here's the thing, okay? Right. Now I, I was I, I meant to go up and record with Candace and Jules today, okay? Oh, the show was bad. That means first of all, right. first of all, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. The reason I'm telling you just okay is Urbano has the ability to actually look it up. Okay, I won't. Nando loves him. I don't know who that is. Nando is our producer. Nando, thank you, Nando. Absolutely loves him. I obviously do. And so do you. Urbano is. I'm sorry. Uh, Nando is a patient man. Like, he knows when... Well, first of all, this is what Nando does. Like, mm-hmm. he does this shit. He knows when someone's going to work out. Like, oh, really? even if they're not well-received in the beginning, he, he always says, like, no, you're going to want to stick with that one. And, like, it works out. And, and we go back with Nando from doing other shows that um, um, 
failed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but he he knows what he's doing in the sense that if he likes you, I I actually because to Thank me you, Nando. I'm biased. You yeah. know what I mean? But like Nando's an outsider. Why you don't think I'm going to make it either? Well, I don't know. I don't also. I mean, to me, I feel like people hate me on this thing. But then I, I'm told that I missed when I when I. Oh, well. There, I also, I do you want to hear some of the reviews? Do you want to hear some of the reviews? One star, which we never really get. We, oh, have, shit, we average five star ratings, good. but not one right, star. Right. We yeah, average five star rating. It's all right. It said, I had to stop listening. <gasps> Please don't bring back Urbano. Too oh much of a God. cusser. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean. And also, there's somebody but, else. But you know what, though? Where Dude, are you from here's, with here's already, Look at this. Tell Urbano that irregardless is not a word. Irregardless of what you say it is. <laughs> um, I mean, Marcus is probably the most hated person you ever had on here. And though. he was like our legit. Yeah. People really. The, the original plan was us and Marcus for this. Oh, nice. And then, um, no, I guess I, I love Marcus. I mean, he to me is. There's not many people that really make me laugh hard. And this is a good idea, a good way for the – sorry, we just hijacked the whole whatever. <laughs> well, we also didn't about. expect like, – I said all the time, we didn't expect this show to turn into anything. And this show's had like five or six different iterations. Like it was the Marcus and Chris stuff, and then all of a sudden it was just me, Chris, and whoever we can get a hold of for like 20 episodes. And then the I show really that. changed when Jules that. came. When Jules came uh, – when, uh, when Jules, Jules kind of pushed me out. Jules, I feel like me and Jules have like a silent beef, uh, but she's, we also she's love She's brought it up. She's brought it up. But Jules, in my opinion, totally changed the show because it was becoming a lot of me and mom. The Instagram and stuff like that got started, and that's when the community stuff started. So we said we have a Dear Albie community. We all have all these inside jokes. And I feel like I've got a pretty good grip on – like now, a lot of this is we just kind of want to be consistently putting out shows and all that stuff. But when we got to the Berkeley, I got really, really excited because this is when – the show that we always kind of wanted with guests and stuff would happen. And having Jules and Candace as a part of that would be, you know, very much in the fold and all that other stuff. And it's been just a crazy couple of weeks with Halloween. So, yeah, stuck here. Uh, but, you know, um, it is funny because she's really ha- has morphed into the boss lady Jules role and will give me legitimate, like, critiques on a week-to-week basis. It's pretty, pretty, uh, and it's always kind of spot on. She's She's the boss now. Get so what did Jules. she say? What did she say about our silent, our Cold War? I she's just, I just escalated it to Cold no, War. No, no, no. She's actually said that. it went from beef. You just to said, cold I, war. I said, do we have a silent beef? And then you said she mentioned she's it. Got, and I brought up the Cold War. That's legit, how I do it, Jules. She, Jules, <laughs> Jules is by far, you know. Look, she's boss lady Jules for a reason. Okay, I am obviously very protective of Jules. Um, but here's the thing: Jules takes this job very seriously, and she she has some legitimate rights with you because she feels like you don't enjoy the podcast. And this is a very look. I say it all the time. It's a hit show. And she's a huge part of the reason why. And she's saying, you know what? And her exact words on the show well, was. Some would say that I'm a huge part hold, of the Hold on. Hold on. Her exact <laughs> words were, you know, I kind of feel like, you know, I was a little upset because he was talking. Some, I, it was on, I was on an episode. I forget which one it was. We'll have to go back. But, you know, I was a little upset with Chris because I feel like, you know, uh, we've done a lot. And the show's been doing really well. And I kind of feel like he abandoned us a little bit. Left well, us hanging. Why does she, uh, why does she equate? Popularity with success because maybe I thought it was successful when we were back in Nando's apartment and no, literally no one was listening. Maybe I thought it was a success then because I was with my friends and my brother and having fun. It's always about having fun, and that's what I always say about the, to the community. It's about having fun. However, however, Jules like the sweetest girl. I just like there's so much. There's so much. There's a very passionate base uh, in the Dear Alba community which we love, and they miss Jules and Candace. We're going to have them on, of, of course, but we also want to have a lot more shows. And the idea is that a million people are on. I do think, and I've said this from the get, and you have actually, I didn't read the good reviews. You have a lot of good reviews. Right, um, I do think Urbano is going to end up being a staple on the show. Me and you have talked about that a million times. And the sad part about that is 
and I'm not going to get too deep into this, okay? I think there will become a moment where our Bono episodes are just the only ones listened to in the future. I'm not going to get too deep into that. You know what I'm talking about. And there will be a point where I think our Bono, I think is... Let's just say a ghost from our past. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. You know, but like it's it's one of those things, right? (laughs) But, you know, it's it's one of those little things. I I think, you know, but we will have, um, I think, a lot of really great shows here. We'll have a lot of really great shows. I care about you, Jules. Jules is coming here to work Halloween. Wow. It's going to be fun. And we are going to start doing the Yorabi live events here. Um, Urbano, real quick, your ghost story. Go ahead. 1993. Wow. At Fax. Um, A small little studio apartment in Jersey City. I I wake up one night. Okay. I was probably 21-ish. And... I wake up in the middle of the night and there's an old man sitting in my couch. And I had just bought this couch from the Salvation Army. It was all cool and fake velvet and fake wood. And I thought it was my grandfather because he looked like this old Italian man. So I kind of rolled over and pretend like it was nothing. And then one day I had like a date and she was over. At the time it was a girl. We were dancing and making out. And all of a sudden like I, he, like I turned my head and I saw him again. And so I kind of like my body reacted and she was like, what happened? And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, you just like, did you see something? Was it a mouse? Was it a roach? And I was like, no, I just saw this like ghost and she left. And then um, somebody was like, oh, I know this psychic in like Brooklyn. And so I went to go see this psychic in Brooklyn and I was like, whatever, skeptical. And he was talking to me and then he was like, you keep seeing an old man in your apartment. And I was like, oh, shit, how did he know? And then I don't know, he told me to burn some sage, light a candle and I never saw the old man again. Did you did you like 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 you were freaked out by the old man? You didn't like the old man, whatever. Uh, yeah. You did feel like, and this didn't just say this to be funny. We had this on tape. You you do feel a ghost uh, grabbed your ass in this I, hotel. A, a ghost did grab. Well, well yeah. yeah, I saw the video. It, it's clearly something that he something didn't make a scene. Me. Like to me, when someone's lying, they make a scene right away. Yeah. Oh my god, a ghost just grabbed my ass! Like no, like <laughs> you see him kind of be like, oh, what the hell was that? And then, like, he finishes the conversation he's having, and then it, it turns into no one was – what do you mean no one was near me just now? Yeah, My we, ass were, got we were talking, and I felt – I thought I felt someone kind of brush past me, but it felt like like an – I don't know, like a poke in my, like, butt. And then I l- looked to my right, and I didn't see no one, and I looked to my left, and there was no one there. And I was like, did, did anyone just walk past me? And then we reviewed the videotape. It was a pretty compelling tape. Visual yeah. evidence of the ass grab. And uh, Al said my arms look good in the video, so it was nice. There we go. Um, <laughs> so this was fun. That was a worst ghost story ever. That was, no, I, was I was expecting more detail. No, it was just like an old Italian man sitting in my apartment that scared me. And then who would you want to haunt you? Like if you could have like one, we'll stick with I mean, celebrities. Do I get advice? Here, would get I it? get advice from them? Like uh, you tell them? me what you want from them. Sure. I would like to actually have like a séance with. This is going not even expected, but Toni Morrison, the writer. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. You're I right. know. I'm sorry. But she's one of my, I wanted to take her class. She used to teach what at Princeton. She, what did she write? Uh, she won the Nobel Prize. I think she won the Pulitzer Prize. Uh, sh- you may know her most famous work is Beloved, but no one really knows about her. So, I mean, you, if you read, you know about her. But I think it was voted the number one, I don't know, fiction. Al, who would you want to speak to? Who would you want to haunt you, and what would you want them to do for you? I don't know. That's tough. That's a good question for your ghost conversation yeah. next week. Who would you guys want to be haunted by? But I feel you should answer it because Urbano did and I'm going to um, also. Who, who, who do you want to be haunted by? I don't think people are – same. I don't, I don't think people are going to believe me. But um, it doesn't – it sounds like I'm trying to be smart, but it's not. But I, I, I have always loved Winston Churchill. Nice. And I would like if he were to haunt me. And um, just 
it seems like he just never didn't have like a strong solid quote you know like yeah. he just like said what needed to be said at the yeah, minute that, it had to be you said gotta, you got to be thinking like back then that's a that's a much thicker type of english accent you probably would miss a lot of them and apparently he always i mean not apparently it's, it's famous now but like he always had a cigar in his mouth yeah. so everything he said even the english people were really it was hard to figure out but i'm sure i could figure it out so maybe I've goes got, with subtitles i've got questions <laughs> questions about that when do they haunt you are they around you all the time like it's no it Casper? A good like question you have a good... no it's just like when you're alone at home and it's it's sporadic it's not a really on a schedule at all but it's not like a roll up on me kind of haunting. It's more like, hey, let's sit and I'll have tea while you. Yeah, just like no, eat you wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, oh shit, it's Winston Churchill, and he's like, meh, 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 <laughs> and he tells me something in ghost English speak. Now, I mean, that's they... not like a definite oh. Winston Churchill for me, but like, I guess it is because it's the first person I thought of. Yeah, but um, like I love, I was a big Kobe Bryant guy. Like, are they? But I don't know how much life? Kobe and I are gonna really talk. Yeah. Because I'm going to ask him about, like, I don't want to talk to him about like championships. I want like. Are life they watching advice. everything you do? Are they watching what? everything you do? Well, that'd be weird. Uh yeah, why not? Well, how about this? They have the ability to watch everything you do. They don't. Maybe they don't tune into everything yeah. you're doing. It's a really good but question. Like when, I'm, I'm not totally sure. Like you're dead. You can chill with Jesus and God. Like why are you in my Oops. apartment in Jersey City? Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like to me, like I, I've always been a big. I don't know. I like a lot of different people. I guess that I've, I've always kind of like like to read about and all that. But Winston Churchill to me is something I always like. I'd like to have a conversation with him. Most of the others are alive. Really, I I really don't have anybody that comes to mind right now. How weird is that? Like, I don't want Biggie to haunt me. Like, again, what are we gonna talk about? It would be cool. Yeah, like it'd be nice to meet Biggie. But like, I, I met Biggie. He did meet Biggie. That's I did right. meet Biggie. Um, what but did like, you meet Biggie? Uh, Ninety four, maybe. I went to his platinum party at the Palladium. And you just—it was like a, you got invited. You rolled up. I was friend. I I was friends with a, a friend who was invited and they had an extra ticket and I, I dressed myself up the best way I could and I showed up and uh, at one point in time we were in a cipher and I smoked two blunts with uh, in a group of people that smoked with Biggie Smalls at his platinum party. Wow. Yep. There was no uh, TikTok or Instagram mm -hmm. so there's very little proof but uh, I was there. I would love to meet a pirate. <laughs> so if there's a pirate <laughs> out there that wants to haunt me, I just oh, I've had so many questions about pirates, really? just pirate life and what it's like to be a pirate. I, I love pirates. No one really knows. About me. Pirates are still a thing. But if they're, I mean, but they're like like the Somali pirates that like yeah. you know like. Speaking I of, mean, like, I guess it's still bad yeah. to be a pirate. Like they did bad shit back then too. But I just mm -hmm. felt like I don't know. I would love to learn about pirate life. Really? Yeah, I love pirates. I love pirate booty. Nice. Nice. So you got nothing now? I'm Come buying you time. Now. I gave you that pirate thing. Just no, to, just JFK, somebody with good yeah, hair. Like not, I thought you were going to say like Sinatra or something. Why, Hefner. That, why, why would I say JFK? Cause, oh, I'm sorry. Why would I say Sinatra? Well, you know, Sinatra is such like a... Well, he's a Hoboken guy. JFK yeah, was like, president. Uh, I could see that. JFK would probably be good. JFK is probably a good one. I did think about JFK. I, I can't fucking stand Boston accents. And yeah, it's just it's something hard. that I No, but I'll know. tell you why, though. Because I feel like JFK would give it to you really straight with like what's going on in the world right now. From a perspective of like he dealt with a lot of major, yeah. major, you know, things, but like you can't go like super far back, you know, like but you, it's so unrelatable. It's to so them. right. Like and there's a lot of things like like think about it. Whatever you goes you pick, to you've got to like break that. it down for them. This is how Instagram like, works. I'm having enough of a difficult time understanding TikTok. I don't think JFK is going to get it. It's yeah. going to take us a couple of trips. Yeah. You know. What like Harriet Tubman, let me show you about the TikToks. Yeah, like, I happen. would like it's a conversation with Harriet Tubman. Right? That's a really good yeah. one. Um, I just had one in my head. Oh, I, I was always I was a big Mickey Mantle guy. You know what? Mickey Mantle crossed my mind. Really? But there's also some people I just want to know like how really like how much they really don't translate to today. 
You know what I mean? Like if we could get some people in that people really love and like they love to quote, but then if they if you met them today, you'd be like, oh my god, like that that does not fly anymore, yeah. dude. Like that's where Sinatra comes in for me. Like Socrates. Yeah, like I would I would love for someone to, <laughs> for a guy like Sinatra to come in and just say something. I'm like, oh, that's super offensive, dude. Yeah. You can't say that anymore. I suppose you could just go right to Jesus. Does Jesus count? <laughs> Jesus counts, but he's not going to speak English. What do you mean he's not going to speak English? He's more than capable of speaking English, I'm sure. No, no. What do you mean? just in movies. You think everyone's going to come back? He's going to be speaking Arabic. Like, because like Jesus isn't capable of, of of learning English. I think Winston Churchill is more capable of speaking English than Jesus Christ. Probably. So, if you get the ghost <laughs> of Jesus Christ, you have the nerve to suggest he would not speak English. There's not a chance he speaks. But English. maybe he speaks ghost. And but ghost no, is but just the, like unheard of. But you're like, saying like, ghost well, might just right, be so like what on. you understand. So wait, but no, yeah. no, no. But at the end of the day, though, you're having to say then you're really what you're saying is the Holy Ghost. So I'm going for. King ghost, really. So you want Jesus? You want I want Jesus. the Holy Ghost. The Holy if, Ghost. Come on, if you're gonna go for a ghost, that's but the one all you want. I'm saying is you got a shot of a guy just speaking Israeli to you. And that is like, not even close. It would be Aramaic, first of all. But Ooh. the thing is, nice. okay, right, that's fine. But but uh, we went to Jesuit school, bro. I got this stuff down. I know nothing but, about religion. But, I just I know his hair was long. But the thing is, okay, there's there's so many. All right, well then now pick a movie character. A movie character. Imagine everybody's everybody in all movies are dead. You have one movie character. Um, are they going to hurt me? Because most of my favorite movie characters are violent. They're ghosts. They... Okay. Uh, like, like I would love to meet like the Joker. Which one, though? Yeah, that's an annoying person to haunt you, though. And it's scary. Which it one? is scary. Which it's, a clown and it's a clown at the end of the day. Um, I, honestly, I was thinking the Jack Nicholson one. Not that it's my favorite. I just feel like the one that won't be mean to me. Yeah. Um, a movie character? You go ahead. I want somebody cool. Like someone that always comes up with something witty and suave to say. Anyone time. from Peaky Blinders is fine with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not a movie, but you know, fair. Uh, Ray Charles is a big Ray Charles guy, but they want to just pick Ray Charles then. What's that? If you want Ray well, Charles, he's not a movie guy. No, I know. I'm just thinking. Well, now. So I'm you, just you thinking of dead. You want Jamie Foxx? No, I'm just thinking of dead people now. Uh, well, like just dead or movie. But like, I was a big Ray Charles guy. But like, here's my question: Can he see? As a ghost. Fantastic question. Because then I'm going to take him for a walk around town. I'm going to be oh. like, let's, let's, you know what we're going to do today, well, right? Well, they don't walk, really walk. It's yeah. kind of like floating. Float yeah, he's going to want to see stuff. And I would, and like, think about being But if he's out, dead, maybe he already sees it. But think about, okay. I like, I kind of was romanticizing the idea that he was seeing for the first time with me. <laughs> oh, okay. You know, I'd be like, Ray, let's, let's go to the beach. Yeah. Welcome back. The House of Ghost Romance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't going to get romantic with Ray Charles. I just wanted him to see shit. Okay. Anyway. That's nice. That's kind of kind. Guys, this is fun. (laughs) DarylBMail.com. Lots more stuff coming. Love you all. Good evening. Jesus can't begin with you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.